My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. I'm really excited for today's interview. The guest I'm bringing on, Naz Echeverria. She is um, the CEO of Next Level Up. She is a marketing and business strategist for ambitious entrepreneurs who want to launch or scale their dream business. She has over 17 years of extensive marketing experience. She's also the host of Business Real Talk with Naz Echeverria. Thank you for coming on today. How's it going, Naz? It's great. Thank you so much for having me here. It's a pleasure to be here. Awesome. I'm so excited for today. You know, let's go ahead and jump in. Do you mind telling us, taking us back to your journey? How did you, how did you get to where you are? Great question. So um, a little over 11 years ago, I actually worked in um, in some really huge corporations as the, the marketing, um, traveling the world, all that fun stuff. I actually left um, because I was having my first child um, and decided that this was the best opportunity for me to be able to go and support smaller size businesses who wanted to really take their message and create it into their movement. So my journey really started rocky. Um, I No one prepares you for the fact that when you go out on your own, it's definitely a little bit of a shock um, trying to figure out how to kind of find your space and, and how to really re-identify yourself. Um, so I really built my business for the first, I'd say, five years, really based on world, word of mouth and referral. Um, and it was really awesome. But when I moved into the online space is kind of where everything changed. And um, it allowed me to really shift into what I was meant to do and be able to share my message in a much bigger way, which has only allowed me to do that for so many other of my clients as well. I love it. So based on, tell us a little bit about where you are today with the business. I mean, how do you um, deliver your offers and that kind of thing? Great question. So um, I've been in business now for about 11 years. We've worked with over 400 coaches, consultants, and expert business owners to help them take their business to the next level and really turn their message into a movement using this Netflix-inspired system. Um, so right now, it's been just incredible to watch so many of my clients be able to revolutionize their space. Um, we're currently supporting them in being able to develop the strategy that allows them to create sustainability and and sustainable growth within their business using, um, you know, messaging and being able to deliver that client acquisition system and results for their clients. This is incredible. You mentioned Netflix. Um, tell me a little bit more about how that works so well for so, what you do. Yeah. So I'll tell you a quick story about how it actually came to be too, because I think it's pretty interesting. Um, I would say probably four or five years ago, I 
was horrible at sales. Like it was just the worst part of my business. It was um, really difficult. And I remember after a particularly really hard week, I had spent the entire week booking 10 incredible sales calls, feeling really excited only to hear 10 versions of no from everyone, um, which only led me to like crashing on my couch and feeling totally depleted and crying to my husband that I would never be good at sales. And it would just, I was either going to have to find something else to do or find someone else to do the sales for me. And I got lost in a show on Netflix. Um, and it was like hours and hours later that I looked at the clock and thought, oh my gosh, I'm still awake. And, and what am I going to do? Um, only to think to myself, gosh, if I could find a way to use the same like strategy behind how Netflix gets people to fall in love with shows they've never heard of before in marketing, I could get my clients to sell themselves. So the whole premise behind it was built on that same idea. Um, so really what it kind of comes down to are three core factors. Um, really the inspiration of Netflix is how they've been able to create the highest watch times by leveraging bingeability in their, their whole entire model. But it's not just that, it's about understanding who their audience is, how to tailor things and how to get people into moving into action. And I call this the Netflix effect. Um, so the three core things that are really, really important is number one is really understanding how to speak to high intent clients, people who already know and are in motion and want to take action. So someone who's already turned on Netflix, someone who's already made a decision that they want to get lost in a show like I did that night. Um, but then being able to understand how to leverage um, really unique positioning so that you become the innovator in their, their space so that you're no longer competing for attention and trying to stand out. You're actually creating demand and you're creating um, a space where competition becomes irrelevant. And we do this by developing proprietary methodology. So that's like the first step in the puzzle. Um, and then it's developing the system that allows those leads to then go sell themselves by literally binging their way through that by taking your proprietary methodology and putting it into a bingeable format um, that gets what we call incremental yeses. This is incredible. So you implemented that into the business after, you know, binge watching Netflix. You're like, how the heck do they do it? And how did, how did that, I mean, tell me a bit about when you, when you started to implement that, the changes that made that come to, came to the surface. Yeah. So it was an incredible experience. I remember actually starting to implement it really slowly, but when the first time I did it, I remember waking up and having someone who had just found me, um, and had liked like all of my posts for the last six months. And the reason why is I strategically set it up so that I knew exactly what steps they needed to take in order to really not only find me, but then fall in love with me and become like a raving fan. So I woke up in a morning to literally someone who had never had a conversation with me, had just been introduced to me, comes into my world, likes everything I'm saying, books a call, sends me a message and says, I already know I want to work with you. I just booked a call. What are the next steps? And I was like, this is working. Oh my gosh. It's exactly what I wanted. Yeah. You, I mean, you're attracting those people who their clock is at 12 o'clock. They're ready to go and they're serious. And that's what you need. So the selling part's not even hard then because that you have tailored it so that they've already bought before they actually spent the money, right? Like they're binge watching your net. They're coming to you. They're binge watching your podcast. That is incredible. Yeah. So it's been so, awesome. That's awesome. I love it. So tell me a little bit about the podcast right now. Like what were your intentions originally with it? And where are you at today? Good question. So funny enough, um, the way I got into the podcast was kind of 
a backwards way, I'd say. Um, it actually started because I was doing a lot of video-based training. Um, and a lot of my entrepreneurs are moms or they're busy. And they were always like, I want to come to your live videos, but I just, I can't make it because of my kid's schedule or I'm busy running a successful business. Um, and so we started out actually by leveraging private podcast feeds, um, taking the trainings that we were doing and developing those into the private podcast. Um, and people would come back for more and say, oh my gosh, I just wish I could listen to you all the time. So from that, we realized it was kind of a natural progression of events of realizing that there was definitely a need for our audience in order to be able to do that. So we transitioned from the private podcast feed to actually building and developing um, the podcast. And it kind of came second nature at that point, because I had already created a name and developed the fact that people came to me knowing that I give real talk. Um, so a lot of people called me the real talk strategist. So we kind of just figured it was a perfect transition um, to really going into and having um, a whole podcast that discussed what it is to really develop a business and grow a sustainable business, but using real talk. Love it. So tell me a little bit about how it affects the business more on a deeper level. I mean, do you get people... Coming to you and being like, oh, I've listened to your podcast. I binged it for two months now. Um, I'm ready to work with you. Or like, do you do mostly solos or interviews as well? Or a little bit of both? Good question. So the podcast is definitely a newer piece into our marketing puzzle. So navigating that and understanding how to leverage it within the process has been bumpy um, or has been a new way to, to look at things just because we've been doing it the same way over and over. Um, but yeah, essentially that's what we did is we transitioned the people who we knew were already in our world and, and move them into this easier and, and more bingeable opportunity. Um, so yeah, we have people who will find the podcast and be like, oh my gosh, this is great. Um, and other people who have been loyal followers who are just able to binge the information faster. So that's giving us faster results because of that. Um, but yeah, it's, it's incredible when you can really develop that and have that message that's just repeatable that we've been able to do over and over again through the podcast as well. So it's been able to um, share our message to a wider audience. Love it. This is awesome. So tell me a little bit about, I mean, you mentioned bumpy ways of leveraging it. You're not alone. And I know our listeners also, a lot of them have podcasts and are entrepreneurs. So this could be a really relatable topic. Um, what do you find most, most challenging about leveraging the podcast? I think it's that I didn't know how to integrate it into my already working client acquisition strategy. Right. Um, so because I had leveraged social media and like was using Facebook as a predominant like pathway for my audience, um, it was difficult to understand how it fit into the process only because I hadn't been using it in that way. So recognizing how it would work both as a traffic source, but also as like the nurture and conversion source and trying to make sure that those kind of work together was the difficult part for me. 100%. Hey, yeah, you're definitely not alone there. I mean, uh, a lot of people that I asked that question to exact same answer. So, or similar anyway, but you mentioned client acquisition. What is your client acquisition like for your business? Um, great question. So we essentially use predominantly um, social media as our main source of traffic. We have a great um, process that essentially predictively creates traffic for us. So we use organic methodology to be able to do that. Um, it's essentially what I teach my clients. So we use that as the main source of traffic. 
And then we use the bingeable um, sales system. So you can be either done via bingeable videos or bingeable podcast um, episodes that we then use as the nurture and conversion system. Um, and then an entire content process that we use as well. Love it. Uh, so you said organic, you have an organic process. And I know you also mentioned the podcast and binge watching videos. Do you mind diving a little bit deeper into your organic process? I I love, I just like to hear all the different processes that are out there, right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. So we, um, I've essentially developed a strategy called my one touch content system. So it's really just creating three to four pieces of content a week that drives all of our traffic. So um, I spend about an hour a week developing the content and then my, um, virtual assistant essentially goes and distributes that content across platforms. Really, we focus most of our time on Facebook and Facebook groups. So we have essentially been able to get thousands of leads just using these free opportunities um, and then driving that traffic to our bingeable system. Love it. This is incredible. So tell me a little bit about, you know, your biggest focus and desire for the new year. With the so podcast saying, and with the business. Yeah. So essentially the goal of the podcast to begin with was to fill a gap, right? So we were filling the gap that a lot of our audience didn't have time and time was like the most valuable resource. And so being able to watch videos or read content became more cumbersome. So the goal of the podcast has always been to expand reach and to increase the nurture opportunities that we have. Um, so essentially moving forward, we've now been able to develop the podcast strategy into our current existing client acquisition strategy in a way that just makes it where um, all of them kind of work together really cohesively. So the goal really is in 2023 to expand that reach massively um, to being able to get that message out to more people. We kind of, like I said, had a rocky start in the um using the podcast. So I kind of had some start stop movement. And so now it's really just developing the consistency of knowing how I can take what I'm already doing and leverage that within the podcast. Love it. This is amazing. I'm really exciting. So now Nas, the last two minutes of the show, I really want to just shine a light on your business and go deep into it. If you're open to it, to anything you want to talk about, now is the time. I really want to shine a light on your business and how incredible it is. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, for sure. So I, I am a really huge believer in the fact that so many people spend so much of their time on marketing because they don't have a clear pathway to do so. And the biggest issues become that we think that we are lacking in mechanisms. So everyone I've spoken to over the last, I've been in marketing for like almost 19 years now, has said that they've tested every mechanism out there and they're chasing trend after trend. So the problem then becomes we become trend chasers and content creators. And um, so many people struggle then to really be able to grow and scale their business because they focus their energy on the wrong things, things that aren't necessarily sustainable. Um, so I'm really, really passionate about really bringing some, some light into this, this industry that has felt a little bit like we're always chasing the next best thing into recognizing that when it comes to sustainable growth in our business, it really does come down to basics and recognizing who we speak to, how we speak to 
them and why what we do is um, really a cut above the rest and how it differentiates us. And then recognizing that that's all our message. It's how we can communicate that message and that all of the mechanisms, whether that's a webinar, whether that's live launching or a podcast or TikToks, whatever it might be, are all simply mechanisms that amplify that message. But if you don't actually have the message that clearly communicates and articulates what you do in an innovative way that's going to disrupt the industry and revolutionize how people are doing things, you're always going to compete for space. You're always going to be fighting for new space in the market and attention, which ultimately is a losing game. So I will say that the one thing I love to leave people with is really recognizing the fact that the goal should have never been to test millions of mechanisms or chase the trends or become content creators. It's always been, how can we disrupt in the industry? How can we create something that really creates demand so that you're no longer the one who's hunting and you become the hunted? Love it. Yes. Attracting them to you. I love that. You're no longer, I'm shredding that down because it's great. So, you know, Nas, if anyone's looking to connect with you and your incredible services, what would be the best way to go ahead and reach out to you? So the best way to do that is to go binge my mini episodes that are on demand. Um, you can go to easyyesleads.com. Um, you'll get direct access to be able to see exactly what we talk about, which is everything I've shared here about the Easy Yes method. Um, and you can watch those on demand and go through them. And from there, you have the opportunity to take any next steps and learn more about how we can help you leverage the Easy Yes method in your business. Love it. Naz, this has been absolutely amazing. Thanks so much for taking the time of your day to come on my show and share this valuable insight. I love, I loved every minute of it. And I wish that these episodes are a little bit longer sometimes, but, um, you know, thank you again. It was a pleasure having you today. Thank you. It was a pleasure to be here. I appreciate you having me on. Oh my gosh. I'm so happy you were able to make it. Group, if you're listening and enjoyed, please like and subscribe. If you're a six-figure entrepreneur or higher, would like to come on just like Nas did today to talk about your business, talk about the podcast, and uh, tell us a bit about your journey, please go to top100interview.com. Thanks, guys. Catch you on the next one. Hey, everyone. I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com. And then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.